Coming to you live from December 2013. A new show is about to hit the airwaves, and it's going to change everything forever. Or, at the very least, give us a great idea for a new show. Welcome to Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Travis. Hello, everybody. This is Brandon. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Wow. 2018. What do you know? We're still alive. What do you What do you know? I. What? That's That's it. That's literally all I know. Brandon. I thought for certain that when the ball dropped in in Times Square, that everyone else would be dead, even the people in <laughs> Australia who obviously made it to 2018 before we did. Yeah, who had spent like all day already in 2018. Like, like what is it about America where we think like the end of the world is going to start here, you know? Yeah, like, and specifically on the East Coast. Right, you know? yeah. Like Greenwich time, that's, that's the mean standard, that's the standard time. That's where we should go. Yeah, I feel like if the apocalypse is going to start anywhere, it's going to start... Greenwich Mean Time. Anyway, welcome to <laughs> Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. So happy to uh, be back and celebrating a new year, a Indeed. new season, uh, an old season, if you will, of, of the podcast. And and Rick and Morty, we're excited to to dive into some some more episodes and, yeah. and get back where it all began, back on on the pilot, back on easy one. easy street. <laughs> yeah, that, that's where that's where we. Yeah, where it all easy street is where it all began where it all where it will all end yeah uh, again with the doomsday uh, <laughs> conversation uh well well thank you so much to everyone who who is is listening to the show maybe hopefully this this can fill uh, a little bit of the empty space that is the off season of rick and morty until we get any possible news we about also we also four. call it the gap the gap we're minding that gap. We're right mi- minding the gap. Go get yourself some nice pants. <laughs> oh, yeah, at at the gap. Yeah, uh, not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, if if you do want to uh, connect with the show, there are uh, so many ways that you can do that. You can head over to Twitter, follow us at Rick and Morty Pod on our subreddit, Rick and Morty Podcast.reddit.com, over on Facebook at facebookcom Rick and Morty Podcast. Uh, send us some emails. Some somebody did. At Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. Obviously, you can buy t-shirts at apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop or support the show over at patreon.com slash Rick and Morty Pod. That's it. That is it. That's that's all of the important stuff that I have to rattle off at the beginning of the show. Otherwise, I don't know, nothing else happens. Like I <laughs> I I just do it. We we've we've never once gotten a complaint that that we didn't do the social media. Yeah, and I was like, right. you know, I was listening, and you guys didn't mention uh, where to follow you on Twitter. Maybe, maybe I, that, maybe that's what those two star reviews are for. And they're like, <laughs> they they didn't know what to say because they're like, well, we we would have given this to you directly, but instead, we'll just, we'll just leave this here. Here's a two star. This here. <laughs> well, well, did you have a good New Year's, Brandon? And everything, uh, everything go all right for you out there? And flow flow rider yeah i mean down here in in flow rider yeah everything everything went well you know i watched watched some twilight zone the marathon is is rocking it's typical by by the time this episode airs the twilight zone marathon will be done and in another year down and that's fantastic uh we i also watched some rick and morty i don't know if you caught that there was a marathon on yesterday There, there was a bit of a marathon taking place uh shared out on our facebook page yeah, good good news. The Twilight Zone marathon and the Rick and Morty marathon are only a channel apart if you're using <laughs> Charter Communication. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um well good. Yeah, it got to what appeared to be record, maybe not completely record lows, but it was friggin' cold. Yeah. In Nebraska. Um friggin'. and so I've been dealing with with car problems and 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 all co- sorts of things. Uh, I keep beer in my fridge and don't have to refrigerate it now. It's <laughs> you know, there's a silver lining in everything. You're, you're, but, like, uh, you're you're saving money on on electricity by by unplugging your fridge, but you know it's evening out because then you have to like, heat your home. My refrigerator is warmer than the temperature outside, so like, <laughs> I don't know, like 
yeah or my freezer even like i don't know i I, what i'm saying is i have a walk-in fridge now and i keep my cars in it (laughs) yeah yeah that that's that's awesome um yeah congratulations on getting your battery changed in your van because the cold weather the cold weather kills batteries everybody knows it everybody's saying it there's there's universal truths everyone out there (laughs) unity universal truths uh loose lips sink ships and also cold weather kills batteries I, I saw, and I forgive the artist for not remembering who did this, but they did a modern version of those, like, World War II propaganda posters. Yeah. And one of them was Loose Tweets slink, uh, Sink Fleets. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I always think of that now. All right. <laughs> that's enough That's enough uh, nonsense. Uh, let's get into, we, we do have a brand new feature on the show, uh, but before we get into that, uh, we need to talk about some pertinent news. Uh, and then there were one collection of people in the world, two collections of people in the world saying semi-pertinent news. I said, there's one people, it's two <laughs> people, it's semi-pertinent news. That's beautiful, Brandon. <laughs> Thank That's beautiful. I, I wish I had like a chorus behind me. Of just like like the gospel singers like in the the gospel singing outfits. Yeah, yeah. Like people come in from the door behind you, <laughs> like, like in robes, <laughs> clapping it out. Yeah. Uh, not not a lot going on in the world of Rick and Morty, uh, in or outside of the podcast, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um. So so semi pertinent news. We we're we're looking for it wherever we can. If you come across uh, a, a a nugget, a little bit of uh semi pertinent news please send it over to us on all those links i rattled off earlier uh but you found a uh something pretty recent yeah i'd say within 24 hours brandon it was it was uh, a, a last minute addition to semi pertinent okay. news yeah i was i was rolling through the the rick and morty discord and as, as we do as, as i do uh and and somebody posted a video from twitter evidently there was Last night at the Dead Mal Five. <laughs> oh, the, oh, Dead Mouse, just, <laughs> just Dead Mouse. Yeah, Dead Mal Five. Um, <laughs> so at the at a Dead Mouse concert last night, heading into the new year, there was a Rick and Morty short that played, uh, and basically counted down to the end to to New Year's. But it was like a whole skit about Rick and Morty trying to disarm a bomb. They thought it was a bomb. Uh, right yeah yeah anyways so there there's video out there on twitter uh we'll put in the show notes of course but did you did you end up listening to the whole thing tarbis uh i i think i did like like afterwards when rick's like talking like oh like uh i guess it wasn't because oh yeah it's just new year's yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and and morty's like i just wish i just wanted to go to disneyland (laughs) uh and and rick also at some point said it looks like a bunch of uh dumb assholes worshiping a mouse ah <laughs> uh, uh, very very good yeah um i want to say dead mouse has said some things in the past about being a fan of rick and morty obviously yeah uh, i also know he's super into minecraft which is something uh he and dan Harmon have in common so yeah he, um, he i don't tried know to maybe buy, they've didn't you want to buy sauce he's tr- so yeah he I was think... involved in the sauce I think he was involved in Southgate a little bit, but but <laughs> the, we we don't want to talk about that. No, you know, no, it's, no. that's we've moved on, even though we're still waiting for the re- wide release. We, we Travis and I were talking about are, is there anything we want to talk about in semi pertinent news? And the question came up: Well, do we want to bring up the the whole Szechuan sauce and the fact that it hasn't been released yet before twenty eighteen? And we both yeah, we decided we don't want to talk. We, about we decided it. we're not going to. So just let and you know, so we won't. We won't even bring I'm, it up. I'm not even going to edit it. I'm not even going to edit that out. But we're not going to talk about it anymore than that. Yeah, it's not even going to come up. So if you were expecting it, I'm sorry to let you down. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, but that's that's pretty much it on the old semi-perks, <laughs> uh, which brings us into our, our next uh, temporarily named segment, which will or will not get a song to... Do, we, do you have a song... Oh shit! I know you are working on music, <laughs> but it's not. 
improvised music holy shit yeah uh, okay so (laughs) i was totally going to uh i I don't even know how i forgot about that travis i was i was i was gonna make music for this new segment i'll have it for next next episode i'll have i'll have something this is still growing it's 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 a new thing we're trying we we said this in our little uh holiday short episode We're, we're trying new creative things including trying new stuff on the podcast so uh we we are doing a new segment that is currently called the fantasy face-off, but uh, it's it's very open to Unity's opinion. So if you guys, after you hear what we're doing and, and what's going on with this segment, uh, if you guys have a better name for this, uh, we would we would Please. love to get your input and and be happy to credit you with with the name for the segment. But uh, the inspiration. For, for this uh, actually came from a listener email sci-fi pie who uh, I'm pretty sure we've mentioned a, a few times on the podcast yeah, sure have uh, sent, sent in a great email to us uh, talking about uh, being happy that the show's coming back and that they they missed the sultry sounds of our voices something I'm, I may be paraphrasing a little bit uh, but yeah so <laughs> one of the things that came up in the email was a question about characters in rick and morty and who would win in a fight and this is this is pretty classic kind of you know who would win conversation batman versus superman like you know like knight rider versus airwolf who would yeah who exactly would... The, the the typical conversations you have around <laughs> the holiday dinner table yeah um but but you know we got to thinking about it and brandon you you thought this could this had potential to be something that could be sort of a recurring bit on the show. Yeah, or, or recurring bits. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Sci-Fi Pie hit us up in that email, and in I had already been thinking about, like, what else can we add to the show to to get Unity involved a little bit more? And yeah. and so when Sci-Fi Pie hit hit us up, and I was like, oh yeah, exactly. And it's it's pretty again, it's pretty standard the the whole fighting figures stuff uh so what i what i did was trying to figure out how we can do it what i what i did is there's some uh there's there's sites out there that you can make automated generators so you just have to compile a list of bunch of characters do a little configuration here and there press a button and it'll give you two characters versus each other with a random weapon and what i what i did was i got a bunch of characters i have the the rick and morty munchkin so I didn't have to do a lot of research. I just copied the cards. Just copied it directly from that. <laughs> uh, and then and then grab some of the weapons from there. Uh, so as we as we move forward, what I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna at the end of the segment we're gonna pick we're gonna press the button we're gonna see who's uh, who's up next for next week. We're gonna put this out on Twitter. We're gonna put it on Facebook. We'll get we'll involve Facebook people as well so you can vote and tell us who you think will win. And based off of that. We will then come up and announce the winner here on an episode with a little yeah. backstory. Well, well, you, yeah, a little little bit of our personal take on on maybe how such a such an encounter might juices. go down. <laughs> like like a turkey, like a, like a Thanksgiving <laughs> turkey of creative juices. Uh, Got to yeah, baste like, it. <laughs> but base it, basic. I don't know. There's, no, there's, just just move on. Just move on. That's that's what we're gonna do, uh, and so the first fight, the first fight ever. I guess this is an example. This this yeah a, yeah a- this is you know we're we're trying it out, but uh, this was one of the suggestions from Sci-Fi Pie uh, in the email. Uh, they asked who would win, uh, Crumbopulous Michael versus Squanchy, and so we did a real quick try to get some some Unity feedback, Brandon sent a tweet out there with it was maybe like six hours six worth hours of, i set that shit for six hours and yeah. you're like we're gonna, hey. we're gonna have it out much longer uh on, on future episodes <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah we just wanted to get a little bit of feedback from you guys on who you think would win in that fight and uh and what and what was the result brain the results are in the fight was combopulous michael versus squanchy at a whopping 24 votes uh, total that's how many that's how many votes we got in six hours time which let me let <laughs> all as an aside that's more votes than i thought we we're gonna get in six hours fair enough because the twilight zone marathon everyone's tweeting about it you know yeah you know it makes sense yeah they don't have time for rick uh, anyway the votes are in 
67% of people voted for Mr. Squanchy. Squanchy. Squanchy wins. Uh, there, there, there was, there was some, some questions about like how much lead time would Crumbopulous Michael have. Um, and, and I think that's great and all, but I, really when it boils down to it, I don't think it matters. Because cause even, even a Crumbopulous Michael, I mean, he's, he's obviously an excellent fighter uh, and he's very stealthy. But I think I think what it really boils down to is him underestimating Squanchy. Yeah, because 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 Squanchy, you know, walking into that fight, uh, he's he's already bringing some surprises with him. <laughs> you know, he's, yeah. he's 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 you're gonna underestimate that little Squanch. Absolutely. Have you ever seen the movie with Jackie Chan, Legend of Drunken Master? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were just Rush asking Hour. if I'd seen a Jackie Chan <laughs> Rush Hour three. Have you seen Rush Hour three? <laughs> Probably. You you miss you underestimate you misunderstand you underestimate Jackie Chan in that in that film. Also, Drunken Master. Because you think you you think they're, they're incompetent. You think ah oh, yeah this is an easy this is an easy fight to win like Kung Fu Panda. Let's go with an easier example. <laughs> you, you don't expect a panda to win. He's a panda. You, you never expect the he's, panda Inquisition. He's he's hungry. That's right. Um, when Squanchy goes into a fight, you know, he's, he's coming in, he's, he's drunk, he looks scraggly, and you think, you know, he's, he's probably just looking for a closet to, uh, to jerk himself off. To Squanch in, yeah. I mean, Squanch. Yeah, <laughs> Squanch yeah. that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as we saw in, in the finale of season two, uh, Squanchy is definitely capable of, of hulking out, if you will. And, and I definitely think that in this case, that that is not something that Crumbopulous Mike would expect. And so, so, so well done, everybody, with, with your pick on Squanchy. I definitely think he would uh, probably rip that. Uh, yeah. Here's how I think. We, this is just an example. We'll, 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 I think we'll explore this a little bit further next time around for the next round of characters. But I think what would happen is Grumbobulus would, of course, not know who this, this little character is. And be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I could, I could take care of him. I just love killing. And, and go after him. And Squanchy uh, will either do, he'll do something kind of, kind of squanched up. Uh, and then he'll he'll take his take his tooth out. He'll drink the poison, and he'll get turn into what is it, Mega Squanch, or <laughs> right? And and that's yeah. gonna that's gonna that's gonna to to shatter Crumbopulus's, um confidence, right? Yeah, it's gonna shatter mm. it. Yeah, it'll be a moral victory. And then he <laughs> and then he and then he actually kill him. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it, one 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 last like thought before we move on, and we pick the the next characters. Uh, Squanchy's still MIA. Um, we really haven't seen or or heard anything from Squanchy since since the wedding. Um, what what is what is your perceived take on on the fate of that little Squanch? You know, you know, we just we just talked about how we're underestimating him. Yeah, he's he's true. he's out in the world. He's out in yeah. in the galaxy somewhere, and he's. We We've seen Tammy. We've seen Phoenix Person. Uh, Squanchy, we're we're praying for you, bud. Look, we're, no body. Come back no, to us. No death. It's standard, no body. No death. Standard comic go. rules. Perfect. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Brandon, are you are you ready? Are you fired up to pick uh, a couple of characters for for our next episode for I, Unity to vote on? I am absolutely, Travis. I'm so glad you asked. I <laughs> I just clicked the button that that I that I made say fight with an exclamation point. And here are your characters for next week. So we're gonna, again, we're going to put this on Twitter. We'll make a poll for seven days, and also Facebook. Unity, go out there and vote. Here's what here's what your characters are, and they're. Uh, uh, should we do the weapons? Uh, I don't know. The weapons are. I don't know. Just, we can throw the weapons over. in there. I'll, Let's we'll, try it. We'll just we'll we're just playing it fast and loose. <laughs> Anyways, it's tuberculosis versus jaguar. Oh, jaguar with a pair of grappling shoes. Oh, oh, that that is interesting. That's why that's why I threw uh, it. They out there, each like, have a pair of grappling shoes, like they, or is it, or is there a pair of grappling shoes in the middle, and they gotta they gotta try to get at? Them? Like that's I think I don't know. Like that's the only thing available. I don't know. It 
There's grappling okay. shoes there. That's the only definitive thing we <laughs> grappling know. Grappling shoes are there. Remember to turn them off. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, so let us know who you think would win in that fight. Um, if you have suggestions of, of why a particular character might win, uh, feel free to send those to us. And, and if you have a, a, a suggestion for, for this segment, let us know uh, a name suggestion. And uh, we'll we'll try to we'll try to get through these and 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 speed them up. We had to we had to describe it a lot here, but um, hope, hopefully this will be a fun little fun little bit that we can do uh, before we get into what everyone is dying to hear. A fun little the main to do. thing. The main thing. Ooh, we main thing. I'm starting with pilot. Ooh, ee, ooh, ee, ooh, ee, I, I yeah, my voice yeah. isn't a good theremin. It end, it ended abruptly there. Uh, <laughs> but thank you, Brandon. Yeah, it's time for the main thing. It's time to start talking about it's episodes again. Who I, I I almost I almost forgot how we did these. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're right. Um, I dude, again, you you skip podcasting for like two, three, four weeks, maybe a month, and you come back into it, and you're like, I fuck. <laughs> It isn't riding a bicycle, everybody. Uh, there's you, you fall down a few times, um, but yeah, I did. I went back and I looked at some of our 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 peak season mm-hmm. three episodes mm-hmm. to try and try and uh, recall some of the things that we got into uh, when we were reviewing those episodes, and and I think many of those things we can we can do for the season one episodes, but especially with time on our side and the fact that. We have years since these episodes came out. There's a lot more information that we can sort of look back on. We can look at some of these episodes with new perspective because we've seen the things that come after it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I- I'm excited to start going through these episodes and talk about the things that we like, the things that maybe we wish were different or that we weren't fond of at the time when we first saw it. And uh, also just going back and watching these episodes and kind of reliving uh season one so if if you guys are getting the chance uh to rewatch these with us we'd love to hear your feedback uh hit us up between episodes on what you think about season one episode two next week and and we can incorporate those into the next podcast as well but uh first up the pilot entitled pilot 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 yes or it, it's like those truck stops on i-40 the pilot i think those are those are gas stations whatever Doesn't yeah matter. i think they're gas stations <clears throat> whatever yeah, that's anyway. definitely what they're named after <laughs> uh this so the episode originally aired december 2nd in 2013 Whew. and that's like five years ago brandon <laughs> it's <laughs> oh oh my god 2013 doesn't seem that long ago it's, yeah i mean really it's only like four four years and a month but. yeah but it's still it doesn't still it doesn't seem that long ago yeah um and so the the interesting thing was but you're going to you're going to see uh but between the pilot was record like they they created the pilot and they did all that stuff and then a year later they they came back to do the rest of the series so when, yeah. as as we're watching the pilot the for the first time and and then switching to you know subsequent episodes that's you you see how much, how different it already is between the two of them so oh yeah oh yeah so I think that's interesting, and I want to I want to also mention and uh, confirm or not confirm, but reinforce what you said. It's going to be difficult to watch these episodes with a clear lens. We're we're tainted, so to speak, with sure. yeah. knowing knowing what everything that happens after. So do our best uh, to kind of look at them uh, purely. Uh, I, I don't sure, think it's gonna I guess. Or not. Or not. We'll or, see. Or we'll do, do, do our best. We'll do our best. We'll do what the hell we want. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so the pilot episode written by Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. Yeah. Uh, directed by Justin. Um, normally, I run down sort of a synopsis of the episodes. But realistically, I, I kind of boiled this down to one sentence. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe one and a half sentences. Uh, Rick needs Morty to go run a sci-fi errand with him. And we meet all the main characters. That is, I mean, really all that happens in this episode. Uh, and, and so when you look at it in that way, uh, definitely not necessarily uh, the most 
complicated Rick and Morty episode. Even even the the adventure that they get on is is pretty basic, but I think it's I think it's safe in, in that way and and as an introduction to the characters themselves. Uh, I I feel like if you tried to add too much to what was going on, you might just like overload the audience, especially for a first first whack at at, at meeting these characters. Yeah, you you say that it's it it's plays it, it well. I don't know that you mean they play it safe, but just as far as a pilot goes, it's it's kind of safe. But I, I between this and the the next episode, like it's they they really toned down some of the alcoholism stuff and uh the the rick droopy face they yes they yes slow down the, on the-, the only time you really see him go completely blank <laughs> uh i think in the series um so uh, well, i mentioned it before i think we we talked about it on a different episode how in some ways the, this episode kind of subverts some of the piloty tropes it can't it can't get away from them completely because it is a pilot and you have to introduce right. all these these main characters right away um but it 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 does introduce some of these aspects and then quickly gets rid of them um as for so the the episode starting off like him morty going to school and and him like frank palicki and the getting that bully <laughs> getting bullied by frank palicki like oh right. if you're watching it the first time you're like oh this this is somebody who because we're watching a pilot is going to be his kind of antagonist throughout the series. Right. Yeah, exactly. And he is, is he's immediately frozen and, and dies. Right. And, and so I, to me, that's a, one example of how the show says, okay, you kind of know what's going on, but we're, we're going to try to go do something different with it. Yeah, you're right. And I, I think that they, they do a really good job of introducing us to the family sort of making it clear what the family dynamic is. Okay, we have um, the the breakfast table and everybody's sitting down. Uh, Morty can barely stay awake because he was just out uh, trying to wrestle a neutrino bomb away from his drunken grandfather uh, in, in a <laughs> ship that he built out of spare parts in the garage. Um, but yeah, and but we see, we meet Jerry, we meet Beth, we see Summer who's, uh, kind of aware of everything that's going on, almost more aware than than Beth and Jerry are. But you you get those basic, uh, you know, here's here's why Rick is here. Oh, Rick is is playing up certain emotional strings with Beth, and when he says like, "Oh, you really made a hell out of those eggs, Beth," like <laughs> I wish I just wish your mother was here to enjoy them or something like, Aww. like yeah. just how. And she like immediately like, oh, dad, thanks. Uh, and and how, how that sort of is already driving a wedge between Beth and Jerry. Yeah, um, that, 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 that breakfast scene has so many quick interactions that give that right away give you kind of who these characters are with, right. with, with Jerry being that uh, being Jerry, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Summer on her phone and, and kind of. Being like ew, I, I forget the exact line that she says in that right. part, but um, and then and then of course Beth, uh, and it it's such an efficient way to say these are who these characters are. Okay, let's get on with the rest of the episode. Yeah, let's 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 move on. Uh, there there's some great callbacks between that conversation and immediately moving into the school where where Rick is talking about how. School isn't a place for smart people. Some guy stands in front of the class, says one plus one. Everybody says two, uh, and they move right into that classroom scene where you, where you get a sense for how Morty's school is. He's in high school, but he's still doing basic arithmetic for some reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we meet the teacher, uh, a figure with Mister Goldenfold, yep. and, and obviously you you have the scene with Jessica, Jessica, where we we see the object of 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 Maury's affections uh not that women are objects <laughs> make that clear <laughs> yeah the person of his affections yes the person uh uh which you know hey good good job for the creators of the show the writers keeping that of a, a kind of constant throughout the throughout the series yeah, yeah. uh and, and and again like you think okay that's going to be his his main love interest and it, it is but you see her so infrequently throughout the series that you know it, it's 
again, it, it throws you, it throws a viewer off, but, uh, to, I, to, to, to do a quick tangent, cause I, yeah. I don't want to run away from this thought, but I, I wonder why it is that Jessica is seen so infrequently. And I think, I think part of it may be because of the structure of the show and the fact that, that Rick and Morty do go on so many like intergalactic interdimensional adventures they're not they're not hanging out in the hometown that often yeah. and 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 so really Jessica is is frequently present anytime they're doing something like throwing a party at the house right. or you know love potion Flu you dance. Know, going to prom but like yeah she 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 can't be on every planet she can't be in an anatomy park uh so yeah it's it's it is hard for her to maybe be featured as much uh when they're off who knows where yeah yeah and in in, obviously in the intro to the show rick is is talking about repopulating repopulating the planet yeah morty is adam and and jessica is eve and uh and you don't you don't gotta worry about me morty i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mess with jessica is, anyway, that's, is his, that's what he his says. god complex is is yeah. already there it's already there <laughs> it's, at the very very start it's I, I, very, uh i want i want to talk for a minute about that cold open scene sure. um and it's it's something that i i learned about through the the shorts that that adult swim was releasing during and towards the end of season three where they talked about uh how the show got started and that scene where rick is totally drunk and about to try and you know, blow up the world. Uh, and Morty takes charge in that moment and he grabs the wheel and, and, and fights against Rick in that. Yeah. And I think that scene is really important in, in showing that Morty is not going to just be this go along with whatever Rick says and just this malleable grandson that can't, can't, can't speak his mind and can't, can't have an opinion in, in the situation. Uh, and, and, and in those little vignettes that, that they showed online, that's sort of what got the show made is, is them altering Morty to kind of, to kind of fight against Rick in those moments a little bit more and stand up for himself. Yeah, that, that, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that I've watched the same things as you have on that front. Mm. So, all right, well, you're better, take you're, my word for it. They're out there. If I can find a link, <laughs> I'll, I'll add it to a show note or something. You're, but. you're more of an expert than I am. Oh, clearly, well, that clearly, obviously, you heard it here. You hear, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, okay, but yeah, so, no, and I, I do think that's good because there are a lot of times where we do look at Morty as as sort of just this weak, helpless character, but he certainly does have his moments where he steps up and and is able to accomplish uh, impressive things. Yeah, for 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 better or worse, it he he does try occasionally. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, okay. So the scene we go, he goes into the school and then doing the, doing the math, the math quiz. Uh, he has one a one is two. Jessica. He has, <laughs> he has the the American Beauty dream about Jessica <laughs> with numbers falling all around him. Um, Her little Mortys, <laughs> knock him around. No wrong answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's a, a line in there that because I was watching it in subtitles this, this last time that I thought was, uh, that was funny. And it's, it's Mr. Goldenfold as he's, I, I don't know. Wait, is it he who says it now? I, I wrote down the line. Anyways, there's a line in the background that he's like crucial things happening here every day. People getting smarter. Some of y'all getting dumber. Some of y'all ain't <laughs> going to see three o'clock. And it's like, as he, <laughs> as he's fading out and I, I yeah, know oh, as he's fading out into yeah. the, into the Jessica dream. Yeah. And I, I just thought that was, <laughs> I'd never caught it before. And that's such a funny it's very line by faint. Brandon. Yeah. It's, it's hard to hear. And, and when he comes out of the dream or he doesn't even fully come out of the dream, but Mr. Goldenfull <laughs> is actually there. Uh, and it's not his fault. This is happening to him. Five more minutes, I'm gonna get mad. Uh, I love that, that line because the, it's like <laughs> what makes that line so much better is that when he bites his lip. Yeah, like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it's a side of Mr. Goldenfold we don't we don't see a lot, but uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, we know he's pervy. Yeah, sure. It's it's his. It's you his don't know me. 
Uh, anyway, so okay, so mo- moving on. So Rick comes, he gets he gets Morty, and they you now they're going on their adventures. He needs he needs Morty for adventure to get those mega seeds. Those mega seeds, a a staple of the show now. Yes. Uh, they've they've been featured in in video games. Yep. They've they've they're on the pop vinyl mm. figures. They're they're all over the place. Those mega seeds. Some some fan theories have have even uh, been created saying that the mega seeds may be what makes Rick as smart as he is. There's mm. there's all sorts of things tied around these mega seeds. Uh, realistically, they're they're a thing that they need to go get <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me let me ask you the the first time you ever watched Rick and Morty. Whenever the first time you watched this this episode. When, when they make the transition from school, a place and that's not for smart people, all of a sudden now to this interdimensional place, uh, mm-hmm. dimension thirty-five C for mega seeds. Like, what were your like? How how did that make you feel? Am I a psych- psychologist? All of a sudden, I, it's weird because you let me borrow season one while I was laid up in bed and had a flu. <laughs> I'm a flu hating rat. So I it was it was amazing because I may have been on some form of medication or potentially hallucinating. Uh but yeah, and um but it is it is very interesting how in that quick jump between a very traditional environment and everything that we've seen up to this point is a conventional looking, you know, earth environment. And then all of a sudden all bets are off. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's an introduction saying no, this show isn't going to be like a typical sitcom. We're going places you've never heard of. We're going to see things that are weird, and and get ready because there's going to be really phallic <laughs> and and boob like looking stuff. So many everywhere. testicles. So yeah, just so genitalia many. monsters galore. <laughs> uh, yeah, and. and, and yeah, and, and the introducing the, the the gravity boots, right? That's right. Uh, introducing those, introducing the the more portal technology. Him uh, after Morty falls down and 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 breaks his legs, and his legs just happen to look like antenna. Uh, yes, later, that's right. Later on in, in the series, uh, as uh, we got pointed that out in a tweet. So, yeah, uh, thank but, you for that. Uh, Rick goes through a different portal to, and we should have a conversation about this. Goes yes. into yes, this should. other portal to get a serum that instantly heals Morty's legs. Now, and and he's gone for I didn't time it, but maybe ten seconds. Yes, and, and and Morty's just oh oh oh. Uh, but when when Rick gets back, he's like he he fixes Morty's legs, and then as they're climbing up to get the mega seeds, he's like, "Listen, Morty, I I went to a future dimension where where everyone was young. They they'd eliminated." They had eliminated aging. I was the I was the only old person there, and there were there they had that 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 leg repair serum on on every every drugstore counter, and there were a lot of a lot of women who were amazed by me or whatever, and a lot of young women, Morty, lots lots of them, and uh, and 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 all of this to say, uh, what's going on? Is Time travel has been shelved, so to speak. We we talk about how time travel isn't a thing on Rick and Morty. Yeah. But what is happening here? Is is this time travel just just the sheer idea that he's gone much longer in one dimension than he is what what appears to us to be about ten seconds? Uh what's what's your take on it, Brandon? It's a it's a great question. In and there's there's part of me that like oh man I'm I've been wrong about this time travel stuff the entire time but there's the other part of me that says no let me rationalize it so I'm not wrong and so that's where I am right now on on option two <laughs> uh, so, I mean we know that uh, in a wrinkle in time that or or, or yeah wrinkle in time a Rixie business that Rick can can stop time right he can he can make time stop yeah we also yeah, know that true. slow mobius has his staffs and makes a bitching ass party once you get those collection <laughs> right. crystals just showing off my powers bro <laughs> so uh, i it's it's wholly feasible that there's not time travel per se but that he went to yeah. a 
like a, some sort of some say, some modification in time, right? And I, I want to say it's the when you series, talk, yeah, the series two premiere yeah. where you have those those testicle beasts, yes, uh, that that are able it. to fully travel through time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so it's in there in some way, shape, or form, but I I don't. I, I would I would go with you on on the possible solution that that maybe time just moves faster in the dimension that Rick went to. Yeah, it's not necessarily time travel; it's just relative difference in time, and and call it call it at that. Yeah, but it's got no charge, Morty. <laughs> the portal gun; it's got no charge. Uh, well, anyway, uh, so it, yeah, there's there's explanations, and we'd love to hear yours. If if yeah, you think that we're let's, totally wrong, let us know. <laughs> if, if, if maybe you just think it's time travel, maybe maybe <laughs> we're totally wrong, but let us know what you guys think. <laughs> um, yeah. So okay, so now they 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 get they get the mega seeds. Turns out that because Rick was in that portal for so long. Oh, go ahead. You have a thought. Go one, ahead. one. You quick raise your thing finger on the mega as seeds, if you have a thought, and it's it's a, it's an artistic thing. Okay. And I I know someone caught it three years ago. When when Rick rips the mega fruit open, and there's like a mega seed bulging out of each side of it, like it bothers me so much the like physics in that because <laughs> it looks like one mega seed should be in the mega fruit, but it's in both sides, and he like I don't know I don't know if it's their way of like. Like not caring and be like, haha, we're doing it this way anyway, or what? But that, I don't know. It just uh, I've that's it's been pointed out before. I don't know if it's when we talked to Brian Newton about it. Um, I, I don't know if that's it or or if it's something I read. But yeah, people have pointed out that like the the two like you open up the seed and then there's two seeds in there. Yeah, it, it's like two avocado pits inside yeah. one avocado. It I don't know. It Here, just Purely artistic. Okay. All right. Moving on. So, so they got to <laughs> shove those mega seeds way up there, Morty, yeah. and, and get through some interdimensional, intergalactic in, customs. And Morty's taut yet malleable. <laughs> <laughs> they just fall out of mind, Morty. <laughs> I've uh, done it too many times. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then, so then we get, which is sort of this continuation of, of seeing that this. This show isn't going to be a typical, you know, earthbound sort of comedy, but we're introduced to a lot of crazy alien looking characters, but also in a scenario that's very much familiar to us, like an airport customs uh, sort of environment where people are waiting around for luggage or waiting to to get on a, a mode of transportation <laughs> And uh, and so it's interesting to see these really crazy looking aliens doing something we're all very familiar with, which is going through security checkpoints. Yeah, yeah. And there, there's there's some good stuff in like in the background. The 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 lo- the the white zone is for loading and loading, like kind of spoofs of that. Yeah. Uh, we see we see like a Total Recall uh, reference in there from one of the the aliens from Total Recall, the original with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh, different like aliens and creatures that some some are only shown for like a split second or as silhouettes in like a wide shot. Yeah, but they they definitely jammed a bunch of cameos into this scene. Um, it, it, you mentioned the silhouettes, and I want I want to I want to talk about that real quickly. Uh, and again, I don't know if we I don't know if this is something Brian mentioned to us, but there in those scenes in the in the customs, there are fully fleshed out, fully colored aliens and then they're like interspersed with that are just silhouettes like Mm -hmm. do you think that do you think that's from a lack of time or just effect or was it you know i think i think especially on the really wide shot where they're establishing where they are i i think it's uh i don't i don't know if it's lack of time maybe like an economy of resources sort of situation where they're like we're not gonna draw every single character we'll We'll draw them in silhouettes, and then this is a way for us to sneak in a couple characters that may be recognizable if you really take a close look at them. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, just establish that, yes, there are a lot of people here. We're not going to draw every one of them because that's that's way too much This work. is a pilot. This is yes. it. 
We don't even know if, we're if we get, get picked, picked up, up for a season. We'll draw everybody else. How about that? <laughs> we'll come. We'll go back to it. It's it's like when I'm recording something. I'm like, ah, yeah, I'll release it right now. I'll go back to it maybe yeah. later. I'm uh, maybe I'll worry about it later. Yeah. In, um, in forty episodes later, we're still there. Still there. <laughs> Uh, no, really great stuff. Obviously, Morty gets randomly checked to go through the new machine that is specifically designed <laughs> to look for stuff way up your butthole. Yeah. Uh, so they start running. Uh, Morty has the great idea of using the, uh, the boots to, to start running around the ceilings and, and through scaffolding and stuff like that. Uh, it's a cool chase scene. You get, you get that, that really cool, uh, moment where, like Morty coughs up a creature who goes through its entire lifespan, like in that run, and and Rick's only advice is not to think about it, Morty, and move on. Like, which I, which sort of something as existential as that, with with Rick saying, "I don't, just don't think about it, just keep going," uh, is sort of sort of key to the future episodes and the way the direction the show goes. The, the entire series uh, from here, really, yeah. <laughs> When we when we when we talk to riddles about some stuff, we're like, it's just a it's a it's a joke. It's there's nothing to read into. It's sometimes a joke is yep. a joke. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I know I'm name dropping with, with riddles, but yeah, we talked to Brian specifically about that. That was his addition to the, the pilot was the alien living and dying right away. Yeah, uh, and that that's such a, a cool shot. I thought. Going through it, there's a there's a scene where they they run through like, uh the the back offices and there's like some tubes with aliens in it. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really cool, and I never considered this before. But as they as they're running behind the tubes, the tubes are in the foreground, they're in the background. Like their their animation gets stretched out and magnified through the tubes, distorted through the liquid, sort of. Y- yeah. yeah, 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 and yeah, and I, I thinking about that, like that's that's a really cool detail and they didn't the animators didn't have to have them running behind the tubes they could have easily just gone like in front of it yeah. and smashed them yeah. uh but yeah good good detail there uh one of one of the things that uh inked inspector on on twitter uh brought up was uh all kidding aside love how rick equates bureaucrats to robots <laughs> robots cracks me up every time uh probably one of my favorite lines in this episode as well uh, when he says, just shoot them, they're robots. And then the Gromphalmite is like, oh, tell his, tell his wife and kids to get here quick. He's bleeding out. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. uh, they're not robots, Rick. Ah, they're, they're bureaucrats. I don't respect them. Uh, <laughs> just, I love that, that series of, of events right there so much. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the episode. Have you, have you ever, have you seen the video of that, the story of that Gromphalmite? Uh, was I? I may have heard about it. Was that on like the uh the AR thing that they did, uh, between two seasons two and three? I I'm uh, not that I, website. I don't know if it's. I don't, honestly, I don't. I I should know this. I didn't know if it was an official thing or if it was if it was fan made. But no, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it was it was the story of Glenn and. <laughs> Like the day before he gets shot by Morty, oh god! <laughs> and like what's like him saying goodbye to his wife and the kid, um, oh, because it's like a new real. job. He didn't even want it. He didn't even want to <laughs> be in that in that job. He's just paying the bills, you <laughs> yeah, know. It was like first day. Uh, that sucked. Uh, anyways, oh, man. <laughs> um, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, go. well, yeah. So, so they get through there. They 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 fire up the portal, and they end up back back at the high school. Jessica seems uh, somewhat impressed that Morty Morty pulls into the cafeteria using a, a portal, and uh, but they're quickly uh, caught by Principal Vagina, no relation, and uh, and and Jerry and Beth who are there uh, because because Morty has missed a lot of school. I think he's only gone to seven hours in the last month, mm-hmm. and uh, and and Beth and Jerry are ready to to send Rick away to. Uh, like a retirement home, yeah. a nursing home, and uh, and yeah, and and this is when we 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 find out that um, Rick really wants to stay around, and and he wants to to keep going on adventures with Morty, and he uses some some very timely uh, mega seed reactions to 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 make to make his case. But before we get into that, I want to I want to ask a question. 
in this pilot, Jerry's whole conceit is that he goes to Beth, sees her at uh, St. Aquinas while she's operating <laughs> a horse, and and she yells at her assistant and says, yeah, I know he's, I know we're losing him. I can hear the thing the same as you. I, uh, we hear the beeps. <laughs> uh, the whole putting Rick into a retirement home, how something that we, we, we haven't seen or heard of ever again throughout the rest of the series, knowing what we know now, how, how kind of disconnected is that from, from what we know of Rick? Like, like would he ever actually put him, allow himself to be put into a retirement home? No, he wouldn't. And, and I think he very quickly, you know, manipulates the situation so that it, not only does it not become a thing where where Rick is like overpowering the situation and making it like I'm gonna do this because I want to or I'm gonna be here because I want to be here, but he's manipulating Jerry and manipulating Beth even by by saying like look how smart Morty is becoming by hanging out with me and me and my influence here and, and completely turns the tables to where it's it's Beth and Jerry's idea like oh I don't want this to stop we have to keep Rick here. Yeah. Right. So, so it's, it's, it's a situation where I don't think Rick would ever allow it to happen. Rick would, if he was some, for some reason, not allowed to stay at, at, at the Smith house, he, he could go wherever he wants and, and do whatever he wants. But because that's where he wants to be, he is going to find a way to stay and, and at the same time, not make it seem like it's his idea, but actually make it seem like it's Beth and Jerry's idea. Right, right. Yeah, just just what we know of of his the character now. It's it's like such a it's such a minor league threat. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Him. It's total Jerry move, right? Yeah. It's... Like Jerry Jerry I think I think at this point in the the series and I I I get the impression that Rick hasn't been around that long, maybe a month. Yeah. Um and and so so we we come into this relationship very early on on figuring out you know sort of how morty is going to be impacted by rick's presence and and things like that yeah uh, that there jerry says a line there talking about the retirement home talking about building baskets watch paul newman v- movies on vhs and mentally scar boy scouts every christmas and beth asks what <laughs> and then uh origin story doesn't jerry say like it's personal or something or <laughs> yeah. like yeah uh so there if if any fans are out there chewing chomping at the bit to make a, a jerry prequel um i think that's i think there's your premise right there you've, you've got some ideas <laughs> uh i i have a question um I, well let's let's round out the 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 rest of the episode real quick we get the the epic um after after the mega seeds uh wear off and and morty loses all motor functions uh, you get that epic rant by by Rick at the end. Uh, Hundred years, Rick and Morty. www.rickandmorty.com. That that whole <laughs> thing, which the scene is then replayed uh, with with the season three premiere, and uh, yeah, just sort of an iconic piece of piece of Justin Roiland ranting, kind of sneaking into the show, and just like you get the impression that that was probably for the most part improvised and uh and and maybe a little bit of a, a taste of of some other potential improvised rick type things that that could come forward and then obviously the interdimensional cable episodes and things like that yeah i i want to i want to bring up again the that the fact that this is a pilot and for the pilot to end on this kind of this kind of ex- explanatory note it's like sure. this is this is what the show's going to be about let me overkill you with what the show's going to go about. on adventures and we're gonna we're gonna do all these things and for 100 years assuming the show gets picked up 100 years and 100 100 times uh assuming adult swim is happy and pays for the show which 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 of which of course mirrors uh the the premiere for season three uh and which which might be why people were so quick or maybe not quick but so so willing to accept like this is what his motivation is they it's it's mirroring season one the pilot yeah so of course like we just we just figured out this is what his motivation how absurd this motivation is 
um, mm-hmm. uh, for the for the rest of season three. So I, I thought I thought that's interesting. As far as as far as the this very uh, shout out to Ryan Elder who did the music for for the series, right? Doing that whole like orchestral score, like really <laughs> swelling score. It's so inspirational and it is perfectly juxtaposed against the absurdity of Rick going all out about and, and Morty like writhing on the ground and like just drooling <laughs> and completely incapacitated to the point where you don't even know if Morty's really hearing the things that Rick is saying. If, <laughs> if, if it's if it's for Morty's benefit or if it's just Rick wanting to hear himself say these things. I it just it it's the absurdity is just so so great and that music (laughs) that music it makes that scene as much as Royland's ranting to himself does absolutely uh so i have a couple of of final questions for you some some thoughts to uh to leave on here uh one of those things is uh as far as rick and morty episodes go my my personal feeling is this isn't the strongest Rick and Morty episode. And I definitely do think that the episodes as, as they sort of figure out who the characters are, figure out some of the dynamics between uh, the different relationships and, and, and really go a lot further with the adventures. Uh, There, there are so many more episodes that are really great. Um, Do you, do you feel that this episode is a good entry point? for for people if you're if you're trying to show people rick and morty for the first time do you do you think it's good to start with the pilot or do you think it's it's better to start maybe with one of those stronger episodes kind of get them on the hook and then be like all right now let's go back and see where it all started we we've we've definitely talked about this and i think i think it's a, a very standard kind of talking point for fans of the show when they're especially trying to get new people to watch it sure uh, I would say, and I've said before, that the pilot is not a great starting point. It, very rarely in TV is the pilot a good starting point for, for television. With the exception, uh, I, I always throw Lost out there. Like, Lost is the perfect pilot for, <laughs> for, a, for a show. Um, because it, it, we're not, we'll, we'll talk about that on our, our Lost we'll podcast. We'll talk about that on our Lost podcast. That we're gonna <laughs> uh, but... You know, pilots are are there to introduce you to the universe and and get you spun up. They're not there necessarily. They should hook you, but they're not. They they have to go through standard lines, which I, I mentioned that it does subvert some of the tropes, but it does. It's still still kind of traditional in a way. Uh, yeah, I, I and as a person who is always like, oh, I want to view things in order. I don't like spoilers. I want to, you know, I want I want to watch things sequentially. Uh, I would have to agree and say maybe pick a really strong episode and then go back and be like, all right, here's let's now let's watch everything else. Because there's been a couple of times where I started people on the pilot and they're like all, all of Rick's burping, which is like way over the top in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. And like just some of the things that happen, um, they, they aren't balanced as well with like really strong adventure or really, you know, like awesome, additional plots or things like that. So, so you, you don't, you don't get the full, you know, awesomeness of the show, I think in this episode. And, and once you kind of understand all of that, I think you can appreciate the pilot a little bit more. Yeah. Cause you know who the characters are and, and sort of the direction that they're moving. But um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, absolutely. Um, good question. Thank you, Travis. Uh, I, Unity, you let us know. I I think for the most part, everyone out there agrees with us. Everybody, everybody agrees. With everybody us for the most part. There is no one that thinks that. <laughs> not not. There's no little subsection of anybody who disagrees with us. Um, Tra- Travis, uh, you have a note here. Actually, this might have been a note I put in. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It it it's crazy to see how far the art and overall production value has come from from this pilot episode into into what we see now in season three and, and hopefully season four. Yeah. Uh, although I, I will say like, there's some like really cool shots in, in the pilot that, Oh yeah. That iconic when they're, when they first get to C 35 and it's their silhouettes in the foreground and there's just the background of this, this crazy testicle filled dimension. 
Yeah. But like that's I go there there actually like my my cycle of desktop wall desktop wallpapers that cycles through automatically mm-hmm. uh is is actually the the shot where Rick is walking with Morty on that on that planet and kind of like pointing out you know everything that's like you're not gonna you're not gonna see stuff like this you know back home you're not you you gotta you gotta look look around you um but i think while there are a lot of great shots and great moments and and uh really great scenes i think the the artists as as often happens they they develop certain techniques or certain styles over the course of developing a show and so uh, i was i was looking through the rick and morty art book and it talks a lot about the pilot mm. and how like just everything down to like Rick's eye blinks and how they have like three different types of blinking for Rick yeah. in this episode because they hadn't really figured out how Rick should blink and how to standardize it. So I think obviously you, you, they clean up those sorts of things moving forward, but then mm. they're also, they're also taking more chances. And so, so they're, they're throwing more stuff into scenes and, you you kind of visit some really crazy places that um, the Rick Lantis mix up. Like once you get to that point and you just have like huge sprawling cityscapes and, yeah. and a variety of characters and, and the things that they're doing with those. Um, it's just like, wow, they've really, they've really gotten to a new point with, with the things that they're, they're willing to do with the show. Com- completely, completely agree. Like, they're talking about like Ghost Train in the the Vindicators episode. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Uh, or uh, um, just the the character design on those uh, Mammalian Ant Man, right? Like th- that that's the animators, the uh, the artists challenging themselves, knowing that Adult Swim, just Justin, the whole the whole crew, like they want, they just want to keep pushing themselves, and yeah. and. You know the pilot; they have some really good shots, and it, it just kept getting better and better and better. So, Absolutely. shout out to to everybody there, uh, Travis. I want to I want to ask you this: one things we did uh, season three, favorite bits, favorite bits, favorite, bits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> favorite bit. What, what's your favorite bit of the episode? Uh, well, I I really like when they talk about getting into high concept sci fi rigmarole. Yeah. Um, but the the moment when uh, when Rick is sort of counseling Morty, and he's like, he's 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 it's like this inspirational speech where he's talking about facing your fears and 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 <laughs> facing things head on and and not and not like not running away from the things that scare you. Yeah, with, and with, then with elder score in the background. Immediately, some weird monster comes up from behind them, and Rick freaks out and <laughs> takes off running because he hasn't seen it before. And he's like, literally yelling, "We're gonna die! We're gonna die!" Like, I just love the way that that immediately shifts in the opposite direction. Yeah, that 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 is a really good bit. Uh, I, I traditionally, I'm I'm fond the bureaucrats. <laughs> they're yeah, they're yeah. bureaucrats, Maury. I don't respect them. Traditionally, that is my favorite bit. This last time I was, I was watching, the one thing that actually made me laugh out loud was when uh, they're talking about Morty. He's got some kind of disability or something. <laughs> and Morty says, do I? <laughs> and Jerry says, well, the doy, son. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I hadn't caught it before. And I, I busted up laughing. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Well, well, the yeah, it's a really big thing to drop on a guy, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, absolutely. Very. There's there are some classic bits in this episode, and uh, Unity. Let let us know. Hopefully, you got a chance to rewatch this episode. Let us know your thoughts. Hit us up with some of your favorite bits. Send this over to us on on Twitter, over on Facebook, or uh, hit us with an email because you know E-E-Bail. those those are still a thing. They they are um, indeed. And, and speaking of email, let's let's get into our listener suggestions and short outs. Woo, switching that, Woo. switching the bit, switching switching <laughs> segments. <laughs> Yay! Uh, uh, first up, uh, thank you to our latest uh, patron over on Patreon.com. Uh, big thanks to Justin for the support. Uh, our our first ten dollar patron, which now requires us to figure out how we're gonna do uh, an interactive live stream. Way to go with. Justin. With just him, with just Justin, um, 
unless someone else wants to sign up at, uh, for for ten schmeckles, uh, and then and then you can join us uh, later this month when we figure out how to do a live stream. We'll 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 plan something good for you, Justin. And and thanks for thanks to everyone. Yeah, we're, for the support on we're, Patreon. We're gonna we're gonna make your first time special. <laughs> that's our that's if our that's guarantee right. you want it to be special <laughs> uh over over on the twitter verse uh dakota jack who uh also sent an email uh what is that little yoda like thing in the bushes looking at them during their picnic in the sixth photo so this is this is in reference to the uh the the poop in his pants or whatever is <laughs> mr poopy pants yeah yeah, yeah. uh scene that we talked about a couple of weeks ago uh asking if uh he missed something or if it's just an outside reference to something that we don't that he doesn't know about uh, i've definitely seen that character before in an episode brandon were you able to pin it down or figure out uh what he was talking about is, is it is it the same like kermit the frog looking thing that we see here in the pilot no it's it's much more like almost predator looking <laughs> like i think it's got like some fangs or things like that I don't know that it's a specific character in the show, but I definitely think it's a a model that they've used in the past yeah. for for other other episodes. So so if anybody can help us answer that question or answer Dakota Jack uh, directly, he's at Royn Stadium BA. Uh, the the other thing we want to point out is he sent us a different tweet that says we finally found out who principal vagina has no relation to. <laughs> yes, that's right. And, that's right. And it's a, it's an article and it says, wow, this woman stood up to gender norms by naming her son vagina. Yeah. <laughs> and that young child will grow up to be a principal. Uh, <laughs> and no, re- it's, no it's relation. The, it's, the, it's the only thing you he can says do. no relation. Uh, also, also want to give a special shout out to Stacy's parlor. Uh, long time, friend on twitter and uh has has sort of uh, been promoting our show uh for a really long time she's got a couple of podcasts of her own so go so go check her out but she did her 12 pods of christmas around around the christmas break and included uh, interdimensional rss so we want to say thank you very much for doing that and uh appreciate all of your support yes and and please check her out and uh we i think i think we're still invited to help her out with a charity event sometime in april so sometime yeah let it remind us about those things please <laughs> Stacey, thank you <laughs> yeah. uh okay so email we talked about uh sci-fi pie uh, we'll bring up the fantasy battle stuff again so here's your here's your to-do list for the next two weeks unity one tell us give us a better name for that segment uh <laughs> two make sure you vote on who do you think is going to win between tuberculosis and jaguar with some grappling shoes and uh thanks sci-fi pie make sure you send sci-fi pie a thank you for yeah for excellent and you guys can send us an email or normally we talk about reviews but uh we don't have any new reviews this week so uh, if you have not gotten a chance to leave a review for the show especially if you're if you're enjoying it head over to itunes or stitcher or whatever podcatcher you're using uh in 2018 and uh, leave a review for the show. We we appreciate it, and it, it helps with discoverability and things like that. So uh, plenty of stuff for you guys to stay busy with over, over the next week or so while we uh, get ready for our second episode of Season 1, yes. Lawnmower Dog, yeah, coming up. You got we're, it. We're, we're going we're gonna to hit that one again um, in, in, in a more standardized format. But uh, we appreciate everybody who is keeping up with the show. Thank you guys for listening and, and sharing the show with fellow Rick and Morty fans. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. So that's it for so this. I'm going to go eat dinner. My monthly thing. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's uh, good call trap. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, until next week or the week <laughs> after that, because we're doing these next week is apathetic enthusiasm. Go, go, uh, go download that Let's one. Too. To that. Uh, but until next time, I'm Travis and I'm Brandon. Thank you so bye. much bye. for listening. Goodbye. Bye.